Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 396 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Diane. And she is our total organist student. And she answered my question of... Uh, what is she struggling with this week? So she writes, This week I'm making stupid mistakes and different ones every time. The difficult passages I practice go well and I mess up on the simple parts. Focus, maybe. I'm also getting over some virus thing and I feel a bit foggy, brained. More so than usual anyway. Ha <laughs> ha. Also, do you sometimes feel that you are making simple, stupid mistakes in simple places? Mm, sure. And it means that I cannot focus. Mm-hmm. Or that I focus too much on a difficult passages and then I could not play any easy ones. Do you think that Diane might be doing this because of, uh, of her virus? Definitely. If she feels foggy. I mm-hmm. think this is an indication that she should not be practicing. She should, she should wait it out. Sure. It surprises me, actually, how, how, how with little, you know, consideration people look at their health. I played once recital while sick. I remember that. It wasn't a smart thing to do. It was, it was draining uh, my energy. And uh, I just couldn't cancel, you know. Well, you could cancel. You always can cancel. It's better when, you know, to play when you are sick and have fever. And then, you know, damage your health permanently. Because, you know, you can injure your heart by doing that. Mm. What do you mean? Well, even kindergarten kids know. So I'm Bad. stupider than kindergarten sure. kids. <laughs> Nowadays, you know, internet is full of all kinds of information about. What do you mean, sure? About about to you know <laughs> what can a virus do to you if you will not treat yourself uh, so, with consideration. 
So you don't suggest Diane practicing now? Definitely not. Um, you know, by the time she hears this conversation, my, she might be already healed. Sure, um, I hope. <laughs> because if we have a backlog of podcast conversations and uh, some files are waiting to be transcribed. Well, sometimes I um, thinking that people in general think that we are heroes, that we uh, feel bad, but we still do what we you know do on a regular basis. That's like my you know students come to school while sick, and we feel almost like a heroes. Oh, I came to school although I have a fever. Or sometimes no, I get things like. I feel so bad, I have fever, but I just came because of the harmony or of the solvage. And I'm just thinking, just you no, know, go back home. Don't spread your viruses and you no, know, your bacteria is here. Well, Osha, to be fair, have you ever went to school or to, to your work while sick? Yes, but that was earlier when I still had a good health, you no. Know. And now after I ruined it, I know what it is. You have life experience. Sure. And nobody can take that away from you. That's right. But nobody listens to me. I do. I doubt it. (laughs) So, yeah. But well, everybody has to decide for themselves. Like last Friday, you know, for my... Senior students, I was you no know, sort of preaching um, that oh, you need to watch for your hygiene, especially in winter time when everybody sneezes and you no know, are sick all around. You need to wash your hands and you know to cover your nose when you are sneezing mm-hmm. and things like this. And when I got stomach flu during a weekend. <laughs> So I did everything in my power, you know, to go to school back on Monday. Because if I would not, and, you know, my students would find out that I had a stomach flu, then they could notice me. What about, you know, don't you wash your hands? <laughs> so, so I didn't want, you know, to, to sort of advertise something or, you know, preach, but... I'm just talking from my own experience. I think uh, it's wise to always share your own experiences because you never know whatever people, you know, go through and what is their experience. Even even though Diane, for example, wrote something, it's just an excerpt of her life, right? We don't know everything. But you know about yourself and uh, how would you behave or how would... uh, how you have behaved in the past, right? Well, because in general, I think, you know, if you want to do well on the organ, that your practice would be productive, you need to know to have good health condition. Because it takes your brain and it takes your body too. Mm -hmm. So we need to stay in... uh, uh, in shape, we need to be active, moving, and um, and then eat healthy, probably. What else? Sleep well. Sleep well, yes. Eight hours at least. 
Well, seven hours at least. Seven? I would prefer eight, but... But not everybody can sleep that long. Yeah, and then, of course, heal their short-term illnesses, like viruses. Because if you are feeling foggy and you're still practicing, what good such a practice will do? You will not improve your organ performance quality <laughs> in such a practice, and you might damage your health, so ruin your health. So when you're sick, Osha, for example, you, with with your stomach flu or bacteria infection that you had at the beginning of the year, um, is there anything you can do besides lying in bed? <laughs> Listen to the radio. I don't know. It depends on you know on a person. Mm-hmm. But really, if you have fever, when you cannot practice, you cannot read, you cannot watch TV. Maybe you can listen to listen a, to, to audio. radio. Yes, audio. Mm-hmm. Not not with your headphones. No, I don't think it would be good. Listening to audio books is fine. Yes, you could listen to you know organ recordings. Uh huh. That way you would still be, you know, in touch with an organ. Organ world, yeah. Okay, lots of things to think about when you're sick, but I guess organ playing shouldn't be the first on your mind when you're sick. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because next time when you will feel good, you will do, you know, double as much. And I think it will compensate from what you you know you you missed. And sometimes, when I say that, uh, for example, I have to practice, practice, practice because my recital is coming up in a week or two, and now I'm sick, right? And I don't have time to be sick. I think it's just poor planning. Yes, and that's why I'm always, you know, telling people that you need to, you know, to to be prepared ahead of time. That you know, if something will happen, you would still feel, you know, fine. You would still feel calm. That you still have some 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 time, and you will be okay. And you wouldn't need to practice with a fever. Yeah, be ready before two months at least to play your run through of the recital or public performance, then you will have plenty of time to improve and even um, if you get sick, you will be okay, I think. Right. And then, of course, improvisation helps. Imagine if your recital comes up, is coming up, uh, and you don't have time to practice, but you constantly practice improvisation, you feel calmer because you know that if you feel okay on the day of the performance, you can just sit down and play from your fancy. Right, Osha? But that's if you are an improviser. I mean, that could be the goal to become an improviser. One of the benefits to become an improviser is that you have this freedom. Okay, thank you guys for sending those wonderful questions. We love helping you grow. We don't always have 
the answers that might be suited for you personally but we certainly can share our experience and we hope this this is helpful in some way okay this was Vidas and Usha and remember when you practice miracles happen this blog is supported by Total Organist the most comprehensive organ training program online where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vidas and Osha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total-organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video How to Master Any Organ Composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.